This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. How you doing today? Our newest expert series. We're bringing on Rylas Dana. How you doing, buddy? Hi, doing great. Doing great. One of the reasons I loved adding you to my expert series is as an estate attorney, a probate attorney, you, you get to see a lot. You get to kind of see both sides of life, right? You get to, you get to plan up front with people who think long-term, uh, you get to see multi-generational family money. And of course, as a probate attorney, right, we all face our inevitable mortality. And, you know, these are things we have to think about uh, when you're really thinking about estate planning. So what I thought we would do today is we would highlight five traits of successful families, investors, whatever you want to call that. Because again, we all have 24 hours in a day. We all have you know, we all will leave this world at some point. We hope it's decades in the future, but it will happen. So when you think about the successful clients, successful families, you know, what do you think are some of the traits that they have? Yeah, so I, I love my job. I love what I do. It, it gives me the ability, like you said, to get to know all these families and people on a really uh, detailed level, I guess, intimate level, you could say, you know, to, you know, what all their, their assets are, um, who doesn't like whose spouse and all of those things. So you get to see the family dynamics of, of a lot of different people. So, uh, so building on our conversation last time we talked about the generational wealth, you know, so what do those families look like? You know, what are, what are things in common that I see with those types of people? So, uh, and then the first one, what, what was your first question to break this down? Really what we were thinking about, what, what are the successful traits of those families? And, and when we were kind of brainstorming this together, the first one that came out that, that you were talking about was they, they, they just do it, right? They, they, they execute, they move yeah, forward. So, so tell us about that. Yeah, so step one is just do it. So um, I, I love you saying, you know, it's a great day to make some money, right? Yeah, it's a great yeah. day to make some money. And, you know, it, it's having that... Uh, that positive attitude, that positive outlook on every day, it, it takes someone at some point to say, all right, it's a great time to make a plan for my future. Yeah. You know, it's a great time to plan for um, my legacy, right? After I'm gone. So just, just getting started with it. Yeah. It, it's funny. I, I, and that is, it's an important step. I, you know, we're, we're 20 years in this game. We did our estate plan probably at year four or year five. And in context, that means I think we own three or four homes, but it was clear at that point that we, we had done our homework. We learned our market. We were finding deals and we knew that this was going to be something we would do for decades. And if you do real estate investing, like I talk about, I teach for decades, you're going to end up owning a fair amount of stuff. So we, we, we did it, right? We, we had those conversations and it's weird, dude. It's weird, right? You go to somebody you haven't met and, and, and they kind of go, okay, so what happens when you die, right? Kind of, kind of simply said, right? And you're like, oh my God, 
right? At the time, our daughter was a teenager. Like, what happens, right? I traveled all over the world. What happens if, you know, a bad thing happened on a flight? You know, those, it's just, yeah. it's a weird conversation. Then you go home and then you have really uncomfortable conversations with your spouse about what's going on. And then you come back, then, then, you know, you do your thing, you write it all up. Then you come, it's a weird dance for about, for us, I think it was about 30 days to kind of hammer it all out. But, you know, for, for a decade and a half now, I've been so happy we had that because it, it was the plan that, you know, just in case break, break this glass if something bad happened. Um, I'm so happy we did it. Yeah, it is weird. And I refer to that as facing your mortality, right? Because yeah. you're, you're looking and say, okay, what, you know, I'm going to die. Yep. And what do I want to have happen after I die? Yep. And I, I, I've been there doing my own plan. I, I know it's weird. Like after I had kids, yeah, it took me a while to, to do my own plan. And this is what I was working in a law firm, right? I was an attorney working in an estate planning law firm, you know, had yeah. all the access to all the stuff. And, but it's just, you know, making those decisions, right? It's kind yeah. of um, um, taking the time, you know, the, I guess just a little bit of time having those uncomfortable conversations, yeah. those hard conversations, and then you don't have to do it again, right? Yes. Then you don't have to keep having this worry come up. You know, that's, that's the value you're speaking of. You're glad you did it because yes. since you went through that process, because of that, um, you know, in the middle of the night, you can't sleep or something, whatever, if something comes up, you know, your family is protected. Yeah. You know that you did that plan. And because of that, uh, your family is going to be protected uh, from the California probate. We yeah. touched on that a little bit in one of our conversations as well, but owning real estate, yeah, California probate is a, is a mess, very time consuming, very expensive. So, yeah, um, I really do think of it as that break uh, after, after I was done, I don't, I, I, I wish I could tell you I was evolved enough to think about this when I was doing the process. I wasn't, but once it was done, we signed, we, you know, we kept our copy, the law office kept their copy. Uh, I do think of it as that break from glass, right? If you're ever in a commercial space, it says, you know, pull this in case of emergency. That's exactly how, I, and I'm glad it's there. And I'm glad it's in glass, right? Because, you know, it's not meant to be pulled ever, but, you know, just in case. And again, I think it is back to that. There's never a perfect plan, right? Facing a mor mortality means you got to make tough choices today. And you got to face, you, it, there's never a perfect plan. Don't, don't do nothing. Because with, if you don't, that is a plan. Right. So back to traits of these successful families that have been successful in um, passing generational wealth. Mm -hmm. A common trait that I see is they're good planners. You know, so someone had the foresight to create it, and then each generation realizes that they um, they need to continue with this. You know, so once someone receives the benefit from someone. They go, wow, that was really cool. I got that inheritance from my grandparents, you know, helped do this and that. Yeah. You know, I want to turn around and do the same thing for my grandkids. That's so, awesome. so it just uh, continuing to plan, I would say, in um, especially with larger estates, there becomes more options, mm -hmm. you know, because you want to keep money in the trust, like the dynasty trust that I talked about. But within those dynasty trusts, there still is a lot of options. There's things where you can um, you know, decide how it's gonna be used for the kids. So one of the questions, one of the comments on our video last week, I didn't get a chance to answer it uh, in the, or I think I did in the comments, but 
they asked if you can protect it from um, from in-laws, you know, mm. from their kids' uh, spouses. You know, is there a way to protect the inheritance from the, the kids' spouses? Mm-hmm. And that's usually built into the plans as well, right? They have um, they they have ways to keep it in the family, right? So, um, so I said the planning. You know, one is going. You know, I'm just one part of that. The attorney, you know, sure. one seeing the attorney every few years, making sure the plan's done. But I would say a bigger piece is just just understanding what they have as a family. You know, just understanding that hey, look, you know, we've um, you know, we, we have a little bit more than, than the usual, or, you know, there's something here for you mm-hmm. that, that provides a benefit for you, but it does take some maintenance. You know, there, there is a little bit, bit of work to it. You know, your tax return may look a little bit different, you know, because of these different trusts, you know, there's a little bit of extra reporting and some requirements, but by going through that time and that, that expense, you know, there is some maintenance to that stuff. It is preserving things for the future you know, for the next generations. Yeah. The other thing, you know, kind of number three, we talked about, again, people come in just like we did, right? We did this year four, year five, because we saw a long-term vision. When you look at these families or the individuals that ultimately build up these larger estates over decades, um, is it fair to say that those individuals have a focus on investing versus consumption or spending? Did you, do you see that trait? Yeah, investing. And um, so last week we talked about, you know, one way that people are rich is they just have it. Mm-hmm. Another way is real estate, I would say. You know, the reason right. I became interested in real estate is as I'm looking at a lot of these successful families, that is a very common trait that usually uh, th- there was some real estate in the portfolio or some type of um, stock from a family business or something like that. But but yeah, usually real estate, most often real estate as a good way to, um, you know, to, to shift value. Yeah. It, it, I mean, you guys, go ahead. And so we talked about uh, on the wholesale hotline, your show with pace, yeah. you guys hit depreciation was a topic, you know, so there's, there's so many tax advantages, um, you know, to real estate, you know, while you're acquiring wealth, but also in passing it as well. Yeah. Yeah, real estate is that thing, and and uh, and it's probably because of the circle I'm in. But the people that I've seen become self-made millionaires, right? Self-made didn't get didn't, nobody gave them a dime. Uh, disproportionate amount of them have have done it with real estate. I have a few people in my circle who had good wins in tech companies that that are worth some money today. But those are that's like that's, lotto money, right? It's just it's crazy. So uh, real estate's the way for most people. Yeah, and I would say the same thing. Real estate's the way for most people. The other thing that I see is, tech, is yeah, tech companies or people in a startup where they have stock in a startup company. Yeah, pretty they, great. They do well that way. Yeah, so let's go on to trait number four. This is a big one for me. It's an, actually an anchor of my course, as you know, as a member of my course, and that is focus. Uh, we are in a world where we are inundated by options. And if you're going to build wealth, in my opinion, you need to focus and you, the, the more focus, the better. If you allow, if you say you're just going to do it in real estate, that's too broad because you can wholesale, you could flip, you could do land, you can do multifamily, you can do trailer parks, you can do self storage, you can do data centers. No, I'm going to do, I have a full-time job on the side. I'm going to build this real estate portfolio. It's going to be single family homes in this area of this return. So I believe focus is key, but again, you see lots of families 
I'm not sure if that's just my internal bias or, or do you see that as well? Uh, I would agree with you. People that focus on an area tend to do better than people, you know, kind of all over the place. You know, if they get, you know, stay focused on one thing long enough, you know, focus on the right thing tends to pay out. Yeah. Versus, you know, moving their money every time there's something hot and new or. Yeah. Yeah. Changing focus is a sh- quickly changing focus. A, you never become an expert. You never become you never get a return on your time. That's what I really call it, right? Return on time, right? You're investing, investing, investing. You're almost an expert. You're almost ready. And then you go over here and you start at zero. And then you go over here and you start at zero. Folks, return on time. Time is the only thing we can't get back. If you lost all your money, you could get it back. You don't get your time back. Once the clock, once you punch that day on February 8th, February 8th, 2021 doesn't come back. It's gone forever got to get return on time. And that really goes to the last trait we talked about is, is they think long-term. Yeah. Yeah. Think long-term. So it's, um, it's kind of weird addressing your mortality. We, um, I wanted to, you know, they think there's no perfect plan or they, they want to get the perfect plan before they get started or they don't like the results, but, um, and then investing the money now. You know, I, I get the question a lot. People say, when do I have to do this by? Mm-hmm. And I say, before it's too late. So um, if you're trying to spend the least amount of money on your estate plan, if you want to gamble until the end, um, that's possible. But again, if more complex estates, you're, you're missing opportunities. I got a text uh, the, over the weekend from one of my attorney friends, you know, asking if I know uh, a mobile notary in uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. Is one of his friends. Um, um, I, he, he replied later and said he's got a, uh, one of his friend's parents is dying in the hospital and they need to sign their trust. Oh wow! I'm kind of like it's it's a little too late. Yes. Well, unfortunately, I get <laughs> last minute all the time. Yeah, and you know, on the hospital deathbed, it's too late. You know, because even if you can get a notary in there and get someone in there to to sign it, I don't know how you know if one kid can test what's in there it's probably not going to be valid yeah so yeah that's great so again folks if you're in arizona or california you want to have these conversation with someone i trust and someone who helps the channel uh, how do you want them to reach out to you rylas so my website is danalegalhelp.com they can reach out there find our phone number text us that way very cool or email us yeah we have a text number on there as well on the website Yep. Do yourself a favor, folks. He is willing to give you a discount on services to have those conversations. You must mention you watch either Michael Zuber or One Rental at a Time. They will accept both. Uh, Rylas, any closing uh, topic or closing thoughts on this topic of successful families? Um, I guess just just the value, just the value that you get from the planning. It's nice to hear you bring that up. And I think people just need to realize that, you know, it's something that, yeah, it's a little weird, but by going through that, you know, not just your future family is going to get it later. You're going to receive some comfort right now. You're going to get some value knowing that they're protected. So yeah. And again, leave it on that. Yeah. And again, for me, folks, it was weird, right? Kind of step one is you just realize you should do this, that, that I felt empowered to do that. Then you sit across the table from an estate attorney. It gets uncomfortable for a minute. Then you go home, it gets uncomfortable again. Then you return to the state attorney. You've now have this emergency plan just in case and you feel awesome. You know it's there. 
there's a plan for an unfortunate event. So I strongly recommend folks who are in the real estate business, adding assets as they go forward to do this earlier rather than later. You will, you, the end is the end being uncomfortable in the short term is well worth the decades of just in case I've had. So uh, reach out to Rylis. And again, what's the website? It's Dana, Dana legalhelp.com. So D A N A Dana legal help.com. Thanks buddy. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Glad to be here.